78% of women are over-medicated. 78% are over-medicated. You know, this system we have, this healthcare system, can we call it what it is? It's sick care. They profit when you are sick. Hey, are you curious about how to stay out of the broken sick care system and get free healthcare? Keep listening. That's what I'm chatting about today on Healthy Harmony. Welcome. This is the Healthy Harmony Podcast. I'm Jennifer Pickett, dietitian turned functional medicine health coach. I help spiraling moms overcome the overwhelm through functional wellness coaching for the body, mind, and soul so they can transform their health and live a deeply fulfilled life of freedom and harmony. Okay, let's get real. When it comes to your health, you know what to do. I help you make the shift from knowing to actually doing. The last 25 years of experience have taught me that the absolute last thing a woman needs is a lecture about self-care and another unrealistic diet plan. I recognize the importance of compassionate and intentional health practices so you can feel good. Because guess what? When you feel good, you are more likely to make better decisions for your health. If you're ready to take control of your complete health, address the obstacles standing in your way, and live a life of freedom and harmony, my friend, you're in the right place. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and thank you, thank you for leaving those ratings and reviews. I've mentioned it before, but podcasting is so different because you can't see your audience. I love coaching and I love public speaking because I'm face to face with folks and I can see if the message resonates. Okay, with podcasting, I can't do that. It's just me and the mic here. Um, So I've banished the cats and the dogs. So the cats would be, you know, laying on my computer and messing the settings up. And then the dogs, let's just face it, the puppies are needy. So they would be barking and begging for treats and trying to get in my lap and beg for attention. So the cats and the dogs have been banished. It's just me and the mic. So it can feel a little bit lonesome. I know you're out there and I know you're listening. But when I hear from you, man... That just, it makes my day. And two, it gives me a great indication of, hey, what you like and what you want to hear more of. So please keep those ratings and reviews coming. I'm going to say something, and I have a feeling that some of you may just roll your eyes. If you want to get free health care, you have to get better at self-care. Yeah, it's imperative. And my friend, it's time. And I'm not talking about the self-care, you know, getting a pedicure, going to see a movie. No, I'm talking about realistic, sustainable daily habits of self-care that enable you to take control of your entire health. Because the reality is this, you're living in survival mode. And most days you feel like you are barely getting by. You have no energy You don't sleep well. You feel bloated after you eat. You struggle with anxiety and overwhelm. And well, weight loss? Oh, that's just a freaking dream. So what do you do? You go see your traditional doctor, hoping to address some of this. You're looking for help. And what happens? 
you get maybe, maybe seven to nine minutes of your doctor's time and you walk out with a small handful of prescription meds and a placating narrative of, well, you're just a busy mom or you're getting older. By the way, this is what I had a doctor tell me. You're just a busy mom. Y'all, that is no answer. That is a placating narrative. And what that says is, hey, I don't have time to investigate this. So this is just what I'm going to tell you as I'm handing you a prescription med. But here's the reality. You're so desperate to feel better that you give in. Of course, you try the prescription. It's your doctor that gave it to you after all. But then what happens? You take the medications. Not only do you not feel better, you feel worse because every medication comes with the side effect. This pill for an ill approach doesn't work. Every medication has a side effect. When you go back to your doctor and you're like, hey, now I'm having some GI issues, the doctor says, oh, that's not me. I'm going to send you to a GI specialist. So then that GI specialist, he puts you on some a couple more meds to deal with with the side effects of the prescription med you were put on in the first place. Then you're stuck seeing all of these multiple specialists and you're on multiple drugs and you're you're so frustrated and angry because you feel like no one is looking at the big picture. And by the way, I'm going to tell you, nobody is looking at the big picture. Nobody is looking at the body as a whole, how the body works as a system, how it all goes together. And here's my pet peeve. What happens is that none of these specialists that are working on the same person ever communicate with each other. We saw this with my mom. Many of you have heard the story of me losing my mom. She was diagnosed with breast cancer, triple negative breast cancer, which can be very challenging to treat and be very aggressive, but she also had a pre-existing liver condition. We were told that uh, the hepatologist would work with the oncologist. The oncologist assured uh, assured us of this. They're in the same system. They're in the same building, separated by one floor. Guess what? I found out after she passed away, they never talked, ever. And things were going horribly wrong. I wonder what would have happened if they had actually worked together on my mom, because it's the same person, right? But that never happened. Y'all, it's as simple as a phone call. And all the technology that we have nowadays, these doctors, these specialists are not communicating with each other about the same patient. Something is wrong. You know, I see this all the time. um, I'm a coach. And so I have my own private practice. I see all of my clients virtually. And then I also uh, work with a functional medicine doctor who has a virtual practice and I see her clients virtually. So I hear people's stories every single day and I see it all the time. Medications, it begins this downhill slide. I see women, very young women, who are saying, I'm 25 years old, I shouldn't feel this way. And I'm looking at their list of medications and I'm thinking, no, I mean, they should not feel that way. But now I know why. You know, this 
Again, pill for an ill approach doesn't work, but that's how our system works, okay? And what we do is we find ourselves, we are so focused on productivity, we're not listening to our body. We, as women, we are running ourselves ragged. So we find we've got to take uppers and downers and all-arounders, right? I mean, we need something for it. We need something to pick us up in the morning. We need, we need our coffee. We need something to help us sleep at night. We are taking, we are becoming dependent on these medications, that is making us dependent on a very broken healthcare system. 78% of women are over-medicated, 78%. As of November 2021, the total value of Big Pharma, get this, was around $2.8 trillion. $2.8 trillion. That's big money, honey. We're facing a very broken, and I'm going to say it, a very corrupt healthcare system. It is highly commercialized, and decisions are made based on money. It's not about your health. It has nothing to do with your health, with your well-being. And although it's been declining for quite some time, I have, remember, I've been in this space for 25 years. Okay, it's been declining for some time. This is not a new problem, but the pandemic made this glaringly obvious, where you had politicians and healthcare administrators calling the shots, forcing protocols that were not based on research, not based on experience, not based on theories that came from highly educated physicians. And when doctors and nurses that tried to speak up, they were silenced. Do you know that 640,000 deaths could have been prevented if early treatment was utilized during this pandemic? 640,000 deaths could have been prevented. But no. In any other situation, in any other time, we would call this medical malpractice where you do not treat someone the way they need to be treated in the medical system. You know what? There was no early treatment when it came to this virus. There wasn't any at all. You just received the instructions, hey, if you have trouble breathing, go to the ER. It was completely mismanaged. And then we saw how hospitals were incentivized. They made more money if they put patients on a vent. Doctors were forced to implement protocols that had no merit whatsoever. Y'all, it's crazy. And I tell you what blows my mind. All the great medical institutions, these research facilities, they neglected to study what would fight the virus, how to treat the virus. Debates ensued about some medications and its effectiveness. Those medications where, doc, where numerous doctors were having some really good results. By the way, those medications that were being used for early treatment, they were cheap. They were very, very cheap. So again, if someone can't make a lot of money, that's not going to be promoted. And I'm going to go more into this later on. Everything focused on the jab. People were forced to get the jab, bombarded with false info. Everywhere you turn, you were bombarded, absolutely bombarded. Do you know that those of us who discuss health, so many people were banned, blocked, fact-checked, all sorts of BS. Do you know I could not use the hashtag natural immunity? That was banned. Why is that? Oh, my word. 
Y'all, it was completely and totally botched. And I went off on a soapbox, but I want to emphasize this because this gave you a view behind the curtain. Remember Wizard of Oz? You know, they pull back the curtain and there's a wizard and, you know, he's he's operating. He's like this little bitty shrimpy man. Okay, this gave us a view behind the curtain. It's time to wake up. It's time to realize that the healthcare system is broken. And the best thing that we can do is stay out of it as much as possible. Now, I want to insert something here because I am beating up on a system. You're dang right. I am beating up on a system. I'm calling it what it is. It is corrupt. It is a system that is based on profit, not on people. But here's what I want you to hear me loud and clear. I'm not beating up on the people in that system because there are a lot of good people. There are a lot of good doctors and good nurses. And here's what's happened. They have been forced to implement protocol. They have been forced to take a jab to keep their jobs. Y'all, how did it how did it happen to where these healthcare workers went from hero to zero in two seconds flat? Like I said, the healthcare system has been declining for quite some time. So just a quick story. Um, I have uh, often, because of just a, uh, my experience in oncology, have often walked with uh, dear friends through the cancer journey. And so one of my friends, and I'm not going to uh, put her name out there, but one of my friends, um, I had gone with her to all of her, her visits, her chemotherapy visits. And uh, the last day, uh, her very last chemo treatment, we always saw the oncologist uh, beforehand. And this oncologist uh, was used to us and, and always, you know, spoke, uh, sp- you know, spoke with us and spent time with us. And she knew what I did for a living. And so on that last visit, she opened up and I was blown away. And so she started um, voicing her frustration with what was going on in her oncology office, in her facility, in her, you know, and she was part of a very, very big system, um, what was happening. And she started saying, do you know how much healthcare administrators have increased? It has increased over 300%. There's all of these healthcare administrators. And she said, it's no longer about the patient, it's about the profit. And so they were trying to force her to change how she does things. She did things in a certain manner because she thought that was best for the patient. But see, she was getting pressure from healthcare administrators to completely change how she was doing things so that more money could be made. I was shocked, but I wasn't. But it was very eye-opening to me. And this was, by the way, before this was pre-pandemic, but just how she opened up and shared that with us on our last visit. And I was thankful that she was comfortable enough to do that. But it was very, very eye-opening. So you've got a lot of healthcare administrators being added because it's not about the patient. It's about the profit. So who can we add to, uh, you know, make sure we're bringing in enough profit? You know, I'm going to refer you in the show notes. I'm going to put several different past podcasts that I have had interviews with doctors, and I want you to hear their experience and why they got into functional medicine. Now, some of these got very disillusioned, very disheartened by traditional medicine, and they felt like they weren't helping their patients enough. 
because it's such a profit-driven system. And there is no time to fully investigate why someone is experiencing what they're experiencing, okay? Um, A lot of these doctors um, shared with me, you know, medical school, their medical school experience. And and then when they would go to... uh, Uh, interview for a job and how it was just focused on how many patients can you see in a day. So uh, these doctors include Dr. Amy Beard, Dr. Wendy Trebeau, Dr. Carol Villanueva, um, uh, Dr. Renee Wellenstein. And so I'm going to link those there. So if you want to go back and listen to some of those past podcasts with these functional medicine doctors uh, that are now um, with traditional medicine doctors that are now functional medicine doctors, and you just want to hear about their experience, I really want you to hear that. With some of these, it was their own personal health problems that led them into functional medicine because functional medicine was able to address the root issue and help them overcome their personal health problems, and that's why they went into functional medicine. So really some good stories there. I'll uh, put that in the show notes to make that very accessible to you. But you know, one thing stood out to me as I was as I was talking to Dr. Beard about medical school experience. And um, I want you to hear me loud and clear. And I've asked numerous doctors this now. Doctors receive little to no nutrition or lifestyle training. Okay? Little to none. Um, the little bit of nutrition training they receive is more centered around disease state, disease state management, like managing diabetes, et cetera. Okay. So they're not even, they're not even taught. So the problem with this broken system goes all the way back to the medical schools. Here's the other thing you need to realize. Medical schools are funded by big pharma. So guess what the uh, focus is going to be? It's going to be on pharmaceutical intervention, procedure intervention. It's not going to be on stress management, nutrition, getting some sleep, etc. So we have to look at this. I've painted this picture for you. And this is intentional because I want you to see that it is in your best interest to look out for yourself, your health, and your family's health. You don't want to get sucked in. You don't want to get stuck in this system. I don't want you to wait to take control of your health until the doctor gives you a diagnosis. Because then it's going to take a lot longer to turn around. I want you to start today. So today we're talking about free. We're talking about free health care. We're talking about self-care. What are those things that you've got to pay attention to? What are those free things that no one else is discussing unless they find a way to make a drug for it or profit off it in some way? So let's quickly talk about these free things that you need to take advantage of. Number one, mindfulness. Listen to your body. Yes, you've heard me say this before. Especially as women, we're really good at listening to others. You listen to your friends. You listen to your family. You listen to your kids. Listen to your body. Your body's going to give you signals and give you an indication of what you need. You got to listen. Okay, so we've got, I mean, I just keep saying this over and over several times a day. Why didn't they teach us this? Why didn't they teach us? Listen to your body. It gives you loads of valuable information. And then you can make that shift from being mindful to more intentional. Number two, prioritize sleep. Have you heard me say that before? Yeah, you have. Prioritize sleep. Um, and I'm just mean prioritize it. Now, remember, they don't want to promote this unless they can make money off it. So I'm not talking about taking a supplement, taking a drug. Nope. I'm talking about you being diligent, getting your buns in bed, and getting some good sleep. 
Stop with the productivity at night. Get your buns in bed. I sounded like my mama when I said that. Number three, deep breathing. Deep, intentional breathing is the best way to help your, to help shift your body from that sympathetic fight or flight mode to the parasympathetic rest and digest mode. Your body has got to have some help. Your body is in that constant hyperarousal state, fight or flight mode. Deep breathing can help you dial it back. Try deep breathing. It's free. Okay. Go walking. Get outside. No, you don't have to take your phone. No, you don't have to be listening to something. You don't have to take phone calls, respond to texts. You can take a 15, 20, 30 minute walk and just breathe. Get outside. There's so many benefits to walking. Y'all, it's huge. When we're outside, this is number uh, five. We get vitamin D from the sun. It's free. The sunshine is free. That's why you don't hear them promote it. It's free. Uh, We get vitamin D from the sun. Number six, speaking of outside, do you know there's something called grounding? This is where you stand barefooted in the grass or on the rocks, and you just stand there and you breathe, okay? You get benefits from that. It's called grounding. Again, we get a lot of benefit from being outside. Our body needs that. We are so used to being in this very artificial environment, staring at screens, and it's killing us. Get outside. Okay, here's another one. Most of you listening, you have gut health problems. You may not realize it, but I promise you, you do. And poor gut health starts with poor digestion. Here's something for you can do to make a big difference right off the bat. Chew your food. Yeah, you heard me. Chew your food. Do you know that your food should be an applesauce type consistency at least for it to be properly digested? That means you're chewing on average 30 times. Oh my word, right? I mean, most of us, we're chewing maybe, what, three? You know, we're, we're, and we're in such a hurry and we're so stressed. We are shoveling in food. We barely even taste it. So slow down when you eat. You need to help your body shift into that parasympathetic state, that rest and digest. You need to chew thoroughly. Hey, you might need to take some deep breathing before you sit down and eat. You notice I said sit down. You deserve a break. You deserve a lunch break, a breakfast break, a dinner break. No productivity, no checking emails, working, scrolling your phone, catching up, doing research, whatever it is. Sit down and eat. Be mindful. Be in the moment. You can take at least 15 to 20 minutes to do that. And you know what? Your digestion will thank you. And guess what? Chewing, it's free. You're right. Okay, here's another one. Now, I'm going to just tell you, I received word from your pets that I need to include this. Pet your animals. I know. Yeah, I know. Pet your animals. Here's what happens. When you pet your cats, your dogs, etc., when you pet your animals, your body, you're uh, bringing about, you're shifting to that parasympathetic response, that that um, rest and digest mode. That's where your body gets a lot of healing benefit. And so petting our animals has huge benefits. Now, my dogs always like for me to encourage y'all to do this. You know, I mean, I joke around that my dogs are good for nothing. They actually are good for something and it's stress management. So if you find yourself and you know you're in that fight or flight mode, you feel your body getting very stressed out. Hey, 
Give yourself a break. Go pet your animals, okay? Now, be careful with the cats because, you know, they have to be in the mood for you to pet them. But dogs, hey, they'll take that love whenever they can get it. Um, And last but not least, drink water. Yep, you heard me. Just water. Drink your water. Uh, Now, if you want to level up, you can use a water filter, which I highly, highly recommend. The refrigerator filter is not enough. And so this is a topic of a whole nother podcast when we talk about toxicity. But um, again, you you might just want to start off by drinking more water. You're not getting enough, okay? This kind of goes back to that mindfulness. Your body's going to give you an indication. Hey, girl, drink some water. You got to listen. You know, it's funny. Why aren't these things promoted and discussed? Why is it? It's because they don't make anyone any money. It's the free things. Okay, let's talk about food. Because now we're up against the big food industry. And let me tell you, food has changed. Again, this is something I say on the daily. Things that used to be healthy now are uh, not so much because it's about profit. And so it's about productivity. So we've got very heavily sprayed crops. We are feeding these animals some funky stuff to make them produce faster, uh, to make them get big faster and grow faster. And it's amazing how much that affects our health. And so you're dependent on this, on these processed food items. You think that this is the only way it is. This is what everybody does is we just eat all processed food. And then you find yourself with all of these health problems. You go to the doctor and what do they do? They put you on all the pharmaceutical drugs. Huh. Big pharma, big food. I don't know. Maybe these are going together, y'all. You know, people will say, It's just so confusing to read labels. It's just, Jennifer, like I get so confused when I'm in the grocery store. It's so confusing to read labels. Here's the thing. They want you confused. They try to make products look healthy so you will just grab it and go. So I'm going to refer to another podcast here. I'll put it in the show notes um, that refers to a term called health washing. And this is a practice where they try to make something look healthy when it is not. Okay, so they want you confused. They're depending on that because, again, it's just about profit. How long can they get that product to stay on the shelf? So they're adding in a lot of junk to make it shelf stable. Um, And we are we're receiving so much harm from that. Our bodies are sluggish and burdened and overwhelmed. The reality is that food is medicine. So we really do have to look at what's at the end of our fork. Focus on real foods. Your diet doesn't have to have a name. Is this mic on? Did you hear hear that? Your diet doesn't have to have a name, okay? The problem is that we've gotten so unhealthy and we're gaining weight. Weight gain and inflammation, they go hand in hand. You take medications because you're dependent on this very broken system. The body recognizes that as foreign. It causes a great deal of inflammation in the body. When your inflammation levels rise, you're going to gain weight. And the inverse is true. As you gain weight, it pushes those inflammation levels even higher. And you're going to be susceptible to every single disease out there. Inflammation is the root cause of, a, of all of our major diseases. So then you think, okay, so I just need to lose weight. I need to do this. Like, what diet should I do? 
Well, here's something else you're up against. The diet and weight loss industry. Again, it's about money, honey. $254 billion in 2021. $254 billion in 2021, and it's projected to reach $377 billion by 2026. You hear those numbers? Hey, it's not about your health, friend. It's only about profit. And here's what I want you to consider. 95% of diets fail. Something ain't working, but somebody's making a lot of money. So here's what we've got to do. I just threw a lot at you. We got to get back to the basics. Let's focus on real food. When I say this, hey, it's not sexy. Everybody's looking for the quick fix, the impressive before and after pick. Stop it. It's BS. You know what happens when you take on a funky diet. It's short term. You lose weight and then you gain it all back. Let's use some common sense and focus on real whole foods. It's crazy, right? The stuff that I just pointed out, you know what to do. Girl, you know what to do. You really do, but you're tired and you're overwhelmed anyway, and then you're bombarded by these big, huge companies with lots and lots of marketing dollars. I'm going to tell you, it's time to do something different. It's time to use some common sense when it comes to your health and truly get back to the basics of good nutrition and sleep and stress management. So many I talk to say, I just don't know what to do. Jennifer, I don't know what to do. Actually, you do. But it's time to make the shift from knowing to actually doing. And you know what? You can't change everything at once. It's impossible. You're just going to end up discouraged and feeling guilty and ashamed when you fall flat on your face. So don't change everything at once. However, you can start by being mindful listening to your body, and then picking two or three items to be more intentional about. Get better on those two or three items. We're just trying to get some momentum going here, okay? We're trying to get the ball moving in the right direction. And then as we start to feel better, as we start to kind of take control of some of these things, we start to layer those healthy habits, those changes, and we add in a few more things. It's a process. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Your body is designed to heal, but I'm going to tell you, healing really does take time, okay? So you've got to give yourself that time to heal and be consistent with those healthy efforts. Start small. Start today, not Monday. No, not Monday, not after vacation, not after your kids are out of school or after your kid graduates. Start today. That's it. That's the the purpose of this podcast was simply to open your eyes and put the power in your hands when it comes to your health. Thank you for listening and allowing me to be a resource for you. I am always going to encourage you to do your own research, be your own advocate. The time is now. Join me next time as I host Dr. Donnie Wilson and we unpack the different stress types and learn how to master stress. Until then, take advantage of the free things that you can do for your health. It's time. Bye, y'all.